16th episode of Dialogue with Technician. I'm Tim Willard, Assistant News Editor, and today's guest is the newly elected student body treasurer, Molly Mueller. We talked about a bunch of great things, including the Treasury Department of Student Government, how close the special election was, and the appropriations process. So without further ado, here is my interview with student body treasurer, Molly Mueller. feel to be student body treasurer? Well, I'm very excited to be able to start working for all of the students. And I, of course, I've done that on the appropriations end, but really following through and finishing up the receipt process that was started in the fall. How would you describe your new role as student body treasurer to the average NC State student? That's a very good question. Um, so I guess the basics of it are you rely, are organizing the student fees that go to student government. Um, so part of Every student's fees go towards student government, and student government allocates that for appropriations funding. Um, It uses it for different events on campus, that sort of thing. Um, So as treasurer, I'll be in charge of making sure that every line item is spent correctly, making sure that every dollar is accounted for, um, and making sure that every allocation that we give out to student organizations um, through the finance committee or through appropriations is accounted for, that we receive receipts for everything. Why did you decide to run for the position of student body treasurer? Um, So there's a lot of specific knowledge that's required for the job. Um, And so I felt that it was important that someone who had an understanding of things like the appropriations process was in that position. So I felt that I would make a good candidate and potentially a good treasurer um, because of my experience with appropriations. Um, And I think that I have a good understanding of what students need from the treasurer since I have been on the appropriations side. So I've worked directly with student organizations. I understand some of the frustrations they've had with the process, some issues in communication they've had with the treasury in the past. Um, so I so I wanted to be able to make that process easier, make everything easier on students because it's their student fees that are being spent. What major policy initiatives do you foresee or have planned as student body treasurer? Um, so the biggest thing is transparency and communication for the students. Um, So one thing I'd like to do is create some visuals and make the website clearer um, so that students have a better understanding of where their student fees that are going towards student government are spent. Um, So really clear visuals, some sort of chart um, so that students can just quickly understand where their money is going. Um, And with that, uh, digitizing the appropriations process. I would like to work with the appropriations committee, work with the student government advisors um, to make that process as digital as possible. Because one big part of appropriations that's on student orgs is to turn in receipts from the money that they receive. Um, and right now that it's all in paper, um, they have to fill out a paper form, which obviously is not sustainable um, environmentally. Um, and it's also a headache for the student orgs because they sometimes have to make copies of their receipts um, for them to keep for their own records. It's a headache for the treasury because paper obviously gets lost. Um, so I think making the process as streamlined and easy as possible would be great both for the treasury and for the students. We touched on it a bit here with the communication. Do you think students are not as aware of where their student fees are going as they should be? So I think that students don't necessarily have an understanding of what student government can do for them. Um, and so a lot of that is from the student fees that are going towards student government. And I think a lot of students don't necessarily realize that part of their student fees are going towards the services that student government provides, um, towards the appropriations process. 
so allowing them to understand that this is their money. These are things that they can access, that they can use. They can apply for appropriations funding. They can apply for money from the finance committee. Um, and just making them aware of these opportunities because they're there for them. Who would you say is your biggest influence on your life and why? Um, I guess this is sort of a cliche answer, but I would have to say my parents. Um, I think they've given me a really good example of hard work and following through on things you believe in. Um, and so I, that's been a lot of my influence in my service on student government too, um, with starting on the appropriations committee and then moving up and becoming chair of the committee and following through an entire cycle. Um, so just that, that hard work, um, has really been a huge influence on me from my parents. So back in high school, I was also the student body treasurer for my high school. Oh, okay. <laughs> a little bit smaller scale than what you're doing. But one of the problems that I know I faced was getting students involved. So do you face those same problems of getting students involved with the treasury? And if so, how do you plan to address that? Yeah, so I think a big thing is that students aren't even necessarily aware that the treasury is there. Um, and so getting people to come to the budget town halls, I think is really important. Um, so increasing advertising for those, we have a great social media team right now, um, with student government. Um, the communications team has been fantastic this year, I think. Um, so really utilizing that team and the executive department, um, to let students know that the budget town halls happen. We'll have several this semester as we're creating the budget for next year. Um, and then I think making the office accessible, I will definitely hold office hours every week, making people know that they are free to stop in and ask questions. Um, and I will potentially be bringing on treasury assistance. So actually getting students involved in the process too. Um, those who are interested in student government, those who are interested in learning more about the treasury process. The special election was extremely close. For listeners, it was 303 votes to 301 votes for Adam. Only a two-vote margin. Why do you think this election was particularly close? Um, I would say that a large part of it was because it didn't fall in a regular election cycle. Um, I think a lot of students didn't even realize the election was necessarily happening. And I think both Adam and I tried our very best to just make people aware that this democratic process is occurring and that they should be involved. So I think that that was one of the biggest challenges for both of us, was just letting people know that the election was happening. Um, so I'd probably say that that definitely made it close. And I, I think it shows too, you know, both of us have a lot of experience on student government. Um, and just the fact that student government is a great way for students to develop more leadership experience and really like become a part of Benson State's campus. And so I think it just is a testament to um, the way that student government is able to develop student leaders. So shortly after you were elected, Adam, who was also running for the position of student body treasurer, resigned from his position as treasury assistant. Do you have any thoughts or recommendations on who would be the next treasury assistant? Um, so I will definitely be doing some sort of application process. I don't have all of the details worked out quite yet, um, but there will be some sort of process just to make sure that it's fair and efficient. Um, and all of that will be available on the student government website when I have that ready to go. Your predecessor, John Taylor Willis, resigned on November 1st after starting to go through a second impeachment process, which led to this special election. What do you personally think of Willis and how he handled his job as student body treasurer? Um, so I was the appropriations chair um, throughout this past semester when all of this was happening, um, but I was not necessarily in the position of the treasury itself. 
So, I guess like I've said before, each treasurer has different priorities. My priorities may not necessarily be what John Taylor's were, um, but I, I think it can be difficult to judge exactly what was happening um, from an outside position. I know we touched on this a bit earlier, but a big component of being student body treasurer is the appropriations process. Prior to your position now, you were the appropriations committee chair. So how would you describe the appropriations process and what are your plans for the next round of appropriations? Yeah, so the appropriations process, um, like you said, it will begin again in the spring. So any student organizations that are interested in receiving money, um, it all comes from student fees. So really it's it's a way for students to receive those student fees back um, in a way that makes campus inclusive. It make, it gives students a way to find their niche on campus. So the preparations um, will start in probably around February. There will be an application. There will be mandatory help sessions, either online or in person, depending on what the new chair wants to do. Um, and then there will be interviews and a committee process to allocate the money. So as chair in the past, I have been in charge of policy aspect of this, um, figuring out how we want to do the interview process, figuring out exactly what's going to be on the application, answering the appropriations email. Um, but as the treasurer, I'll be more on the um, money and the logistics side in terms of collecting receipts, making sure student orgs are eligible, um, alerting student orgs who are not eligible to apply, um, and making sure that all of the money in appropriations is accounted for. And when will that appropriations process start up again? Um, it will be around February. Um, the new appropriations chair um, will be able to set those exact dates, but all of that will be sent out to student orgs ahead of time. So they'll have several weeks to fill out the application and start the process. If you could wave a magic wand and change one thing about NC State tomorrow, what would it be? I would probably want to make Centennial Campus closer, um, just to make the campuses a little more unified, um, make sure that everyone has the opportunity to be involved in the activities that happen on main campus. That's sort of where the life of campus is. Um, so just making sure that everyone feels included on campus. Finally, as a fun question I like to ask guests, what's your favorite flavor of Howling Cow ice cream? Hmm, I will probably have to go with cookie dough. That's always a good choice. Yes. Well, thank you for coming on. It's been nice having you. Thank you. This episode of Dialogue with Technician is the last episode of this season, as we'll be taking a break during exams and the holidays. But we hope you have enjoyed Dialogue with Technician so far. This week's episode was written, recorded, and edited by me, Tim Willard. We make dialogue with Technician in WKNC Recording Studios in Witherspoon Student Center. If you have any questions, criticisms, or praises, let us know by emailing Jonathan Carter, our editor-in-chief, at technician-editor at ncsu.edu. And we'll see you next season.